what's up you guys it's kate host of the podcast just winging it grab your coffee or wine prepare to feel heard because i'm out here talking about how adulting is hard as hell and we're all out here just winging it hello guys welcome back welcome to the new and improved winging it wednesdays there's nothing really improved about this. <laughs> it's just the fact that we're moving to Wednesdays. And by we, I mean me, because I'm the only gal in this show. Unless I have an interview um, with a guest. So, happy hump day. I hope that you guys are fine with the fact that it's going to be coming out on Wednesdays. Because I was unable to be a better person and quit procrastinating. And I was not recording very well throughout the week. I would come home and tell myself I was going to record and ended up sitting here eating dinner and watching Netflix and or reading or doom scrolling and was like, ah, shit, it is 10 o'clock. I should have recorded. Um, so, yeah. And then the last episode that should have came out on a Friday, I recorded on a Thursday night at like 11 o'clock at night because of procrastination, and got up on Friday morning early thinking that I was going to be able to edit it and go ahead and publish it, but my sound just disappeared. I don't know where it went, into the cloud, but it was gone, so I was like, you know what, I've got to figure this out. I mean, when you start something new like a podcast, you think like, okay, this is going to be the plan, I've got it, it's going to be fine, it's going to go, you know, according to plan all the time. And then you actually start getting into it and you're like, oh, shit, this isn't really working out. And for two seconds, I was like, I'm just going to quit doing this altogether. Like, nobody really likes these. I got into my feelings and then I was like, no, I'm not going to give up on this. Like, this is something I've always wanted to do. I love it. I love talking. And this gives me an outlet to just talk nonstop without anybody telling me to hush. So, <laughs> um, I was like, I just need to figure out how it's going to work better for me. So... Uh, in in thinking about that, I was like, let me just have it to where I can record over the weekends and then I can post it by Wednesday and maybe do a bonus episodes on Fridays or Saturday mornings, just kind of depending on what happens. So I will have a bonus episode this Friday. I got to sit down with my nieces and we did a silly little interview and I just thought it would be funny and entertaining and it's a just a short like 15 minute episode so be on the lookout for that one um but yeah so it's gonna be on Wednesdays so we're gonna have winging it Wednesdays now so anyway moving on how is 2023 treating you I know that we're only a few days into the new year so I know that we had said we were gonna gracefully slide into 2023 rather than just going full speed ahead and <laughs> I hope that all of you did that very well I mean really starting off the new year January 1st we had already lost Barbara Walters is that a good sign or not I don't know uh it's fine we're gonna be fine we're gonna we are still gonna rock this year so let me tell you I was scrolling through TikTok and I know that if you're on TikTok You've seen it too about this lucky girl syndrome or whatever they're calling it where these girls were like, I don't know why, but everything always works out for us. And these people started saying this and they're like, every time I say this, like good things have started happening. 
I was talking to my coworkers about it and I was like, you know, I have started saying it as well and things have started working out for me. I said, and it's interesting though, because I don't think that it's necessarily the fact that things are working out for me, but it's the fact that I see the positive in the little things again. And so I am really excited about this mantra and I really think everybody should be going around saying it because even when something bad happens, it's still, you know, something that we can see a silver lining when you're like, I don't know why, but everything always works out for us. So then you can sit back and go, okay, this bad thing happened, but everything is working out for me. So what did it do to benefit me in the long run? And even when it's really hard to see in that moment, you can still say that mantra and then in a few months or years down the road when things have kind of settled down you can see look back and see why things happened the way they did or what they did even if they didn't happen for a reason that you can find but like how did it help you how did it get you to the place that you are uh anyway so I've just been going around saying I don't know why but everything always works out for me because I truly believe that everything works out in my favor and so yeah I think that's going to be a mantra that I stick to every single day of the year this year. And I hope that I see an amazing change in my life with myself mentally and physically and emotionally. So that is one of my New Year's resolutions. But speaking of New Year's resolutions, let's talk about one whose idea this crap was to start with and why we have to do it and what kind of resolutions that we should actually make for ourselves and yeah so let's get into it so first of all the ancient babylonians about four thousand years ago um this is all according to the history channel's website by the way um but anyway the Babylonians had the first recorded celebration for New Year's or New Year's Day, so to say. But I'm sure there are others as we are finding a lot of ancient Egypt um, stuff that we didn't know about. So this may not even be completely accurate at this point, but right now this is all that we know. Um, but yeah, they used to celebrate a 12-day religious festival called Akitu. And during that um, festival, they would say things to the gods that were like, I will promise to pay off my debt and I will return borrowed farm equipment and blah, 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 as long as you grow my crops. Because their New Year's actually started March 1st when it was like the first day of planting crops and they wanted their crops to grow. So that's why they were promising all these things so that their crops would do well. So, thank you, Babylonians, for making it to where we start every year with a New Year, New Me mantra, and then three weeks in, we're cursing the whole system. It was your system that we... <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so you can blame the Babylonians for this. Um, but we're here with it. It's a thing. It's been going on for 4,000 years, so we have to embrace it at this point, right? Like, we have to make it work for us. So, why... Do we always fall off the wagon? Like, why do we always set ourselves these, like, unrealistic expectations and struggle with New Year's resolutions every year? Like, when you hear people talking about them, it's like, 
oh yeah, I'm setting my resolutions, but I'm not going to be happy about it because I know that I'm not going to be able to do it. I'm going to fall off the wagon. And like, we always hear people saying like negative things about New Year's resolutions, but they should be good things. You know, we should find a way to make them positive things. We don't need to make them I'm going to lose 150 pounds this year or whatever. Like we need to make them more achievable and not saying that losing 150 pounds in a year is not achievable. It depends on how you have the surgery, but it's not necessarily something that you, it depends on your why. So I think when we're setting new year's resolutions, I think we need to think about why do we want that resolution to be my goal for the year? And when we do that, that really sets apart the reasons that we're doing certain things and will help us stick to certain things better. So if I was setting a goal right now, like I'm going to lose 100 pounds this year, which I could probably, you know, I I probably ought to do um, for physical health. But if I set a goal for me to lose 100 pounds, it's not because I want to lose 100 pounds for my physical health. It's because... I want to look skinnier and prettier by social standards and fit in with certain people in my family that only put worth in weight. And I don't stick to that goal because I get angry and resentful towards the social norms and the people in my family that, again, put worth in weight. And then I end up falling off the wagon out of just pure spikes. I'm like, I don't need to go to the gym and I can eat ice cream because... You, you know, just because you say that it's the only way that you can lose weight is by avoiding sugary things doesn't mean that that's true. And that's 100% accurate. You can still have anything you want and still lose weight. It's all in the calorie deficit and, you know, all that stuff. There's a whole, that's a whole nother podcast episode for a whole nother day. But anyway, the, the point is that if I'm making it about the fact that I want to fit in with those things, then I'm not going to stick to it and I'm, because I'm going to end up resentful or bitter when I'm not able to succeed in that. And those people and the norms and the things that I wanted are going to kind of tell me, like, you suck. You know what I mean? And that it's going to make me not want to continue on with that goal. So when I sat down and was thinking of the goals and resolutions I wanted to set for myself this year, I really sat down and was like, why do I want to do these things? And I came up with the concept of my New Year's resolutions are going to be my reasons to live this year. So I wrote down a couple resolutions and I'll kind of go over them with you. But um, when I say reasons to live, I mean when we're talking about goals and and things that we're setting for ourselves in the new year, we can kind of you know think about with that weight loss. So if you're going to set yourself a weight loss goal, you want the reason to live to kind of overpower the idea of I need to lose 150 pounds, you need to think of I want to live longer to, if you're like a mom, for example, I want to be able to play with my kids and give them um, the best me that I can have and or that I can give. And by losing 150 pounds, I'm going to be able to um, breathe easier. I'm not going to have diabetes. I'm not going to have heart disease, things like that. I mean, you may genetically have those predispositions, but, you know, weight loss is one of the things. But, and I'm not saying this at all to tell anybody out there that you need to lose 150 pounds. By God, please don't take that as what I'm saying. I'm just using that as an example because 
that has always been my resolution go-to is to lose weight, get fit, blah, blah, blah. And then I end up struggling throughout the year to stick to that. So that's why I was reverting to that one specifically because that one's my trigger and hot button. Um, So my resolutions this year for myself were to check in with my body more, walk 30 minutes every day, read more, and spend time spend more time with the people who are not in obligation. So I'm going to break those down so that you can kind of understand what I mean by the reasons to live. Um, so checking in with my body more and honoring it. For example, like today I was sick and called out of work. Um, and that being said, like I know I don't sound like really sick while I'm talking right now because I actually feel like I healed better because I put more energy into my body. Um, I slept almost all day and I started the practice of like the lymphatic drainage massages and um, like stuff like that to kind of help move some of the sinus stuff out because all of it was sinusy and like I had what felt like a sinus infection brewing. Um, but I think it was just like a little virus and I still don't feel like 100% myself. I still kind of feel just overall fatigued and tired, but I do feel 10 times better than I did last night. And I think that it's because I gave myself the permission to relax and rest today and not have to show up, you know, with a subpar attitude or subpar mindset, I guess is really a better word because you can't give your best self when you don't feel your best self. You know what I mean? So honoring my body today gave me a reason to be better tomorrow and show up for work with a much better presence and mindset and get more work done. Um, Another way of checking in with your body, if you're sleepy, take a freaking nap. Give yourself permission to take a nap. Find time to take a nap. One of the things that like my coworkers make fun of me for is that I can come home on my lunch break and take a nap. And when they ask me like, how much sleep did you get? I'll be like, oh, 10 minutes. And they're like, how did you take a 10 minute nap? And get back up and come back to work well for one I was a night shifter and I'm used to having little to no sleep but two it's not really the fact that I'm going to sleep it's the fact that I'm giving my body just a little bit of rest resting my eyes resting my brain and sitting in a quiet mind for just 10 minutes and I'm telling you it's like having a cup of coffee so give yourself the space and permission to rest when your body needs it Um, And when you're overwhelmed, learn how to say no. Like, that's a really hard thing to say. It's one of the most challenging words that I think we have in our generation. But, um, yeah, learn how to say no. I think the generation below us, the Gen Zers, are really figuring that out. And I'm jealous because I think millennials only know how to say yes. (laughs) So, yeah, say no. Take your... Take your time when you need it and, and just take more time for yourself. So in order to have a reason to live in all of that, it gives you the ability to show up as a better version of yourself every day in the things that require you to show up as your best self. So work and if you're a mom, you know, being a mom or if you, you know, for me, like my dogs, like my dogs need me to have energy so that I can take them on walks and play with them and work with them and things like that and if I'm sick and crummy feeling then I'm not going to be able to show up for them 
Um, I walk 30 minutes every day goal I set for myself because I need to get movement in. And I had set myself like every year, I'm like, oh, I'm going to go to the gym more. I'm going to go work out more. I'm going to go start weightlifting again. And I had a genuine love for weightlifting a few years ago. I don't know what really changed that made me lose that, but I did. And I don't feel like any time that I go back into trying to weightlift, I don't feel like it's making me excited anymore. So I've been avoiding any kind of exercise because I associate it with weightlifting because I keep telling myself, like, if I'm not weightlifting, I'm not exercising. But 30-minute walking every day is something that is still moving your body. and it's just a minor baseline goal for me. So just because I say I'm going to do a 30 minute walk every day doesn't mean that I can't go to the gym and weightlift or I can't do an exercise video from Netflix, which by the way, Netflix has workout videos now, FYI. Um, if you look up Nike workout club or Nike something, anyway, if you just type in Nike, they'll come up. So there's your little tidbit of information. If you don't like to go to the gym, the 30-minute walk is an attainable goal. I can do it anywhere. For example, Friday I went to the mall and I just walked in circles around the mall and got my exercise that way. And it's just something that I want to do to better my physical health because my family has a long-standing history of cardiac disease and diabetes and I don't want to risk those things. So I'm trying to better myself in those regards. So that's why it's a reason to live. It's a reason to function. It's a reason to be healthier. It's a reason to get up every day because I have to do my 30-minute walk every day. But it's not something that's so ridiculously tough, like I'm going to have to go to the gym every day and do weightlifting. Like I'm not, I don't have to go anywhere to do it. I can do a 30-minute walk YouTube video. That's why I chose the 30-minute walk instead of requiring myself to go to the gym because I was like this is something I can do in any way shape or form like I can go to Walmart and walk in circles around Walmart I can go shopping on my lunch break and walk around the mall I can you know like you can seriously do it any way you want to I can walk my dogs I can do all kinds of different things so that's why I was like all right I'm gonna do the 30 minute walk and I'm gonna stick to it um, my other goal was to read more and this was a mental health goal as well as a learning goal. So it's a reason to live for quiet time, mental uh, health, because I can have that space to just relax and chill. And also, I want to read some non-fictional books. So that's a reason to learn so that I have more interesting and exciting things to talk to you guys about. But also, I just absolutely love learning all kinds of different psychiatric and um, nursing things and physical things and all kinds of just things we don't really know about unless you listen to podcasts about it or read books about it because it's not like social norm things. So yeah, it, it's something that I want to do and also just pure entertainment. Um, and the last one, like I said, was spending more time with people who are not an obligation. So that one sounds a little bit like, okay, Katie, why how is that a reason to live? So I grew up in a environment where certain people made me feel like they were more obligated to spend time with me rather than just wanting to spend time with me. And when you grow up feeling like that and you see that no matter what you do, no matter how hard you work, no matter how skinny you are, no matter how 
many things you take on, no matter how many things you accomplish, that the person still doesn't spend time with you from a genuine space of love and affection, that they are only obligated to spend time with you. It's just, it changes your mindset into a kind of like a space that you really want to put in effort to people who are nurturing in your life, who love you, who are there for you. And so this year, I really want to make an effort to show up for those people more instead of saying, oh, I can't make it to this or I can't make it to that because I have to do this with that person or I have to do that with that person. And when I am around the people that are see me more as an obligation rather than see me as family or friend or whatever, then I tend to get resentful and I tend to get ill and I get grumpy to the people who are not seeing me like that. And I don't want to put myself in a place where I have to be ill to the people who actually care about me and love me because it's not their fault that I have to or that I tend to feel this way. So for myself this year, I want to spend more time with those people who are genuine friends and family rather than putting effort and time into people who don't care about me as much because at the end of the day, I want to be around the people who are my people, you know? So, and I want to be able to water those flowers just as much. That is one of the weirdest metaphors probably I've ever given, but it's all I can think about when I'm thinking <laughs> thinking about this topic. But like, I want to water that grass. I want to make that grass healthy green grass instead of like me and my coworker were talking about having turf where it looks really good because it's fake as crap, um, but it's not real. You know what I mean? So that's kind of where that goal came from. And that's a reason to live because I know that years of feeling like an obligation to certain people has eventually caught up to me and has contributed to a lot of my mental health issues. And so I don't want to put myself in a place where I don't want to live anymore. I want to be able to feel like I want to live and wanting to see those people more often that I love and that are just, that make me happy and mm, are giving to my life. They give just as much as they take instead of the opposite way. Does that make sense? That was a really long-winded version of just saying, like, I really want to spend time with quality people. <laughs> so, like I said, when we're talking about why we're doing New Year's resolutions, are we doing them because we want our crops to grow? And we're promising things that we probably know we can't accomplish because we think that that's going to make the gods and the people in our lives look at us in a better perspective. Are we doing it for other people or are we doing it for ourselves? Are we doing it for the fact that we want to show up better and that we want to feel better mentally? We want to be a better person. We want to learn and we want to grow and we want to be healthy green grass and not turf. <laughs> um and I think if we can decide whether or not our resolutions are more for ourselves than other people, I think you'll be able to make better goals that you can achieve and that are attainable for yourself. And you'll actually stick to them. And then you won't be, again, cursing the system within a couple weeks of 
being into the new year and you won't have given up on yourself because even for example with my 30 minute a day walk goal I've already messed up technically but at the same time I was doing my number one resolution which was checking in with my body and giving it what it needed which was rest so I can pick back up on the resolution of the 30 minute walk tomorrow when I'm feeling a little bit better and um so yeah I, I am still sticking to my resolutions even though I've already kind of in a technical way failed I'm still sticking to the things that I want to do to make myself a better person so I hope that you got something from this and I hope that you you are setting yourself your resolutions because even though it's only nine days into the new year um, and it'll be 11 days into the new year when you're hearing this, you don't have to have it all figured out, you know, and by January 1st. So if you haven't set any goals for yourself, maybe this will help you set some goals and think of things that you can do to improve yourself or improve your life throughout the year and it's never too late to start so even if you don't have any resolutions set by January 1st I mean technically the Babylonians didn't start until March 1st so let March 1st be your new year you can have a new year anytime uh, it doesn't have to be the calendar year you can start whenever you feel motivated to do so but again I hope that you use this to help you make your resolutions for yourself because you deserve the best you deserve to love yourself you deserve to feel loved and you deserve all the warmth and light and everything that life has to offer so until you start to put yourself first in the sense of why you make your goals and resolutions for yourself then you're never going to be able to put your best foot forward so anyway I know this was a shorter episode than normal but I had a very detailed list of what I wanted to say and I actually stuck to it instead of rambling so maybe maybe our episodes will be a little bit shorter if I actually write my lists out and stick to them rather than just kind of going off the wall and going down bunny holes or I mean bunny holes pff, rabbit holes which I did whenever I recorded this episode the first time and messed up so maybe I don't know why but everything always works out for me so maybe the mess up and the deletion of the audio uh, was intentional by the universe, by God, and all of the things. <laughs> anyway, all right, well, I love you guys. I hope you have the, a really good rest of the week. I hope that if you decide to set yourself some resolutions, that you make ones that your reason for setting them is for yourself, and I hope that you know that you are worthy and loved and appreciated and valued and seen and heard and all the things so anyway love you all hope you have a great week all right i'll talk to you next wednesday bye